Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsports empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the King of Beers, presents Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, with Kenny Sargent and his freaking pit crew, Stat Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, baby. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Ooh, hello there. It's going to be another one of those Freak Nation gospel nights for 120 minutes. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. The fourth freak in here tonight, sitting in the fourth freak seat. It's got about 15 or 16 championships, and I'm not even trying to rattle these damn things off. Who gives Trans a damn? Trans Am, he, he partied with Dale Earnhardt Sr., man. That's He's right. got some killer stories about Dale Earnhardt Sr. Four, <laughs> four-time Trans Am champion? Four-time. Tied for a fifth. Really? Back when Trans Am was really racing. Oh, yeah. when, when, when people think about NASCAR now, they thought about Trans Am yeah. that way in those days. So this, when you say that this guy is the dude, this guy is the dude. Well, this dude is Tommy Kendall. We've been trying to get your ass in here for the last, what, three or four years. I mean, actually, in the Lucas Oil studio. So you've always called in. But we, how do we get you in here, by the way? You know, I think <laughs> it's one of those things where... You actually asked. <laughs> Officially, I think it's how it worked out. <laughs> that is classic. Oh, yeah. that Sucks. Now, yeah. well, Tommy Kendall's here with us for the 120 minutes, two hours here in the Freak Nation. Let me tell you who else is coming up here with us. Matt Maladin, six-time Superbike champ. He's going to be hanging out with us, getting set for the Barber Dodge, Barber Motorsports Park. You got it. Next weekend. Coming up next weekend. Then two weeks from now, here in California. California Speedway, right? Oh, yeah. Might be nice if I put that on your rundown. Yeah, the tail end of, tail end of April. Superbikes out there at California Speedway. The GOAT, the greatest of all time, Ricky Carmichael. He should be checking in with the Freak Nation down in San Diego for the Moto X Championships. I don't know if you saw it, Freak Nation, but damn it, this guy hits his chin on the bar, gets up off the bike, and you know, if the doc wasn't there, he would have got back up he and ran that, that second round of the step up. He would have done it. And we're going to talk to Ricky Carmichael about that, how his chin is feeling, and a number of other things, how the stock car debuts have been going. But hold on a second. Let's just say that he did clear 35 feet, and he's the only rider to clear 35 feet today. It's just that he botched the landing. That's the only reason why he didn't well, get the Well, that's what he says. It doesn't account because he didn't clean the landing. Right. So, you know, you can't say he did one without the other. 35 feet. That is <laughs> sick. Yeah. On a 450, the bike weighs about, what, 400 pounds, 350 pounds? And for those of you who don't understand step up, just next time you're in around a tall building, stand right. there beside it and look up to the fourth floor. And imagine getting on your motorcycle and leaping your motorcycle from the curb onto the fourth floor. Almost virtually straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see they're going so straight. I don't see how they go forward enough to clear the bar. I know. It's amazing. Well, That's they, why they, they're doing it and we're not. Yeah. They say it's about 25 feet on the run-up. So just, like, go to the curb and look up and take a motorcycle and jump onto the fourth, fourth floor. No, thanks. So Ricky Carmichael, he's going to be checking in here with the Freak Nation. Young, hip, Hatman band out of Los Angeles, Drive A. The youngest member is 15 years old. The average age of the band is 16. These guys are going to be in here. Drive A will be joining the Freak Nation. NHRA Funny Car winner Tim Wilkinson will be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Winner from Las Vegas. His first win in like 47 years, even though he's been driving for 10. <laughs> it's been a while, yes. Yeah, so good to get him another wallet. Bitch. So Tim Wilkinson, he's going to be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Got some big-time giveaways. Pair of Fathead sunglasses. That's Fatheads with a Z. Fatheads.com, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. I'm going to give those away. Also, 
Daytona 500 anniversary DVDs. That's 50th anniversary Daytona 500 DVDs given to us from our good friends at A&E Home Video, which is in stores now, by the way. So we have those DVDs to give away. Also, for SoCal, we have a couple pair of tickets for championship off-road racing at the Pomona Fairplex. That's coming up April 26th and 27th. Here's your Jags freaking hotline, 8669-FREAKS. That's 866-937-3257, 8669-FREAKS. Also, email pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. Crash Gladys, my, my, our MySpace page. MySpace.com backslash radio and TV. And for those fathead sunglasses, we're going to have you guys get on your snappy little cell phones and use some texting as we do this thing here in the Freak Nation. Now the Speed Freaks Pit's going to kick it off with this guy. In fact, we invaded his studios to come in here. And Kendall, you said this guy's been on your show two or three times. Is that right? He's been on. He was on once, and at that point, I tried to make that the last. But he keeps finding a way in. Um, he's actually a show that's going to air pretty soon. The Pontiac G8 test drive started way back when with Love Lines, the Man Show. He's got him a movie out now, The Hammer. We're actually in his studios here on our Los Angeles affiliate, ninety-seven point one Free FM, and just a number of things that he's got going on. Good to get him in here and. I don't know, he's asked me if it may feel a little raw right now, getting booted off Dancing with the Stars. Would you please welcome Adam Carolla? What's up, AC? Hey, Speed Freaks and Tommy Kendall. What's happening? <laughs> this is uh, kismet that we're on the same show together. Hey, hey Carolla, I, I understand that you've also done a little drifting, but with Tommy Kendall in here, this son of a bitch has won about seven or eight championships. Did you realize that you were in the presence of quite a, uh, an honorable man when you were on his show? No, actually, nobody does when they're around Tommy. Not his wife, not his dog, not uh, the guy who runs the track. He's very unassuming, and he'll sneak up on you. His greatness will sneak up on you and bite you in the ass. Well, he, he throws some good insults, actually. There's a, the show coming up. I think he tells me something about... Um, Told me to go back to my one bedroom apartment in Van Nuys. I think along those lines. Was this on setup? This was on test drive, test the drive. Pontiac G8 test drive that airs. I think sometime in May. How but, do you? How do you, Corolla? How did you get on? Get on with Tommy Kittle? Did you go after him, or did he come after you? Well, now, why would a big star like me go after lowly Tommy Kendall to get on his show? Of course he came after me. And, by the way, it's a two-bedroom, and it's in Sherman Oaks. I, I exaggerated. Now, Adam, hold on a second. I think you just wanted Tommy's chicken mobile. I, uh, I, I got to say, I, now I'm, a, I'm a Tommy Kendall fan, as any, any race fan would be. And any time you get to go out to Willow Springs and drive someone else's car for free, you'll jump at the chance. So I've done it a few times. And it's a it's an easy, fun show to do. They just mic they mic up the car, they put a camera in the car, and then you just drift around the track with Tommy and have the time of your life. Holy so it's, it's it's fun to do. Adam Carolla joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. For you guys listening to our Los Angeles affiliate, you hear him every freaking weekday morning on ninety seven point one. Statman, go right ahead. So let me ask Tommy Kendall first of all about Adam Carolla. Can he drive? He can drive. He's he's a little makes you a little uncomfortable because you're not quite sure what he's going to do. I'm not sure he quite knows what he's going to do, but he's he he keeps it on the black stuff most of the time. Uh, I will give him props as well. He is a car freak, and you know a lot of people know him as a funny guy. But I think one of the main reasons he's happy that he makes a lot of money now is he buys cars. I think he's building a garage where the car actually can end up in his office. Tell us about that. Dude. Uh, I'm building a super garage, and I'm, I'm staring at the uh, barren soil where it's going to go out my office window right now. But 
Yeah, you know, I'm one of these guys who grew up, um, you know, it's kind of funny because some people are into cars because their dads were into cars. I'm into cars because my dad wasn't into cars, and I always wanted tools and garages and cars, and we always lived in crappy apartments, and my dad never had any tools. So as an adult, I've overcompensated. I've gone the other way. So it, it's even worse than a guy who grew up around cars. I'm making up for lost time. So I have, you know, ten of every tool and five of every car, and I'm now building a super garage in my backyard. So Adam, That's really hot. Adam Corolla, is it true that you took some time out to go learn how to drift? Uh, well, I did... I did a little drifting, you know. I I don't know if I'm supposed to be talking about uh, Top Gear or not, but I may as well. It keeps coming up, and I keep uh, addressing it. Uh, you know, they're going to be doing Top Gear out here in uh, the United States, and I'm going to be one of the hosts on the show. And I did a little drifting uh, out on uh, El Toro Ed, Edwards, or I should say El Toro Air Force Base in an in a M5 recently until mm. some of the, the tires actually burnt off the car. But I was surprised that you could drift a, a new BMW M5 quite, quite nicely. <laughs> I wasn't behind the wheel. I was actually in the passenger seat oh. while a drifting champion drifted this M5, but nicely. I mean, very, very smoothly, and then eventually the tires melted. Were you wearing your, your Depends, Adam? Were you wearing your Depends? <laughs> I was wearing, uh, yes. <laughs> so yes, we can never tell when a, uh, a comedian is telling the truth. You were sitting in the passenger seat or in the driver's seat? Did you actually drive the car? I was in the passenger seat while a guy who was a drifting champion was, uh, you know, uh, Tanner. I can't think <laughs> oh, of it. Oh, Tanner title. Faust is awesome. Yeah. Tanner was drifting this M5 back and forth, and it was seamless. And literally the rear right tire melted off eventually. <laughs> but it, 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 it's a car that's a pretty good, like, any, any, any young person who's listening who has $95,000 to throw, <laughs> throw down on, on a little something. Like, let's say you want to drift, but you want four doors. That M5 is a nice ride. Incredibly <laughs> balanced. I mean, there, there's, there's something else. You should do a segment on the show where you go buy new tires and then you have turn Tanner loose, and you come back an hour later with them on the cotton the and say, there's something I, wrong with these tires. Yeah. The thing that was crazy about the M5 is as we were drifting, I could feel the bolsters in the seat, which are bladders, <laughs> filling up. So as you drift to the left, you feel the one on the right fill up. And then as you go back the other way, you can feel these. You feel the seat forming around you depending on what direction Tanner happens to be drifting the car. Right. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. pretty it's a pretty crazy car. Maybe it's severe talking. That, that's on the reach around setting on the seat, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> reach yeah, reach around like ninety five grand. Come on now. You better get a damn reach around with ninety five grand. Yeah. Adam Carolla joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Here's your freaking Jags hotline, eighty six sixty nine freaks, eight six six nine three seven thirty two fifty seven. Carolla got your ass booted off dancing with the stars, but more importantly, mm. what, what was your first what was your first take when you saw Priscilla Presley's face? <laughs> I, uh, Seriously, it looked like uh, the tire that Tanner burnt off the M5. <laughs> was that I, I had to look at the TV six or seven times. That 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 job that she had on her face was ungodly. 
Well, here's the here's the problem. And you know, she's a nice lady, as far as I can tell. I mean, every exchange we had backstage and everything was nice, and she looked sort of fine in real life. But uh, I don't know if HGTV is uh, the way way to go. But the problem really is is. She's a beautiful 62-year-old woman who's trying to look 23 when she should try to look 43. You know what I mean? I mean, ladies, try to, try to shave 15, 20 years off your life, but not 70 years. <laughs> Speaking of 23, let's talk about your partner. Mm. Aunt Julianne. Speaking of 23, she's 19, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. Yeah, we could talk about her being 23 four years from now, brother. <laughs> Come on, she's a little hot number, and we know our boy Elio Castroneves, the IndyCar star. He he didn't mind being with her. No. No, nobody minds being <laughs> with her. I couldn't for the life of me. When we were filming, you were headed to be on Oprah to announce that you were going to be on this season of Dancing with the Stars. And I, I was relieved to find out that it was actually that you were – I could not figure out why you were going to be on Oprah. Oh, because – oh, I told you, yeah, they swore me to secrecy. Uh-huh. But I said, I got to go do Oprah, and that's about all I can tell you. I was and pretty you, sure you were coming out of the closet. You probably was like, either he's gay or his twins have Down syndrome. <laughs> gay apparel. Or possibly both, but couldn't be dancing with the stars. Adam Carolla joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And Adam, as you know, we are in your Los Angeles affiliate, the studio that you use here every Monday through Friday. Where Where is Teresa Strasser in this room? I mean, where does she sit, man? I would say if the uh, the head chair, and I don't know if we can figure that out, would be... That's where Kendall's actually sitting in the chair where you are with the big... All right, well, if yeah. Tommy's sitting in the main chair, let's, uh, let's, call that, let's call that 12 o'clock straight up as you, as you stand on the end of the room, then Teresa would be at the 9 o'clock hour. Step man! Because yeah. she's a hot <laughs> box, too, dude. Two Tommy's right, yeah. as so, Tommy says. So I should sit down in this chair right here and have an experience with Teresa. <laughs> I think I think anyone who sits in that chair has an experience with Teresa, yeah. Corolla, yeah, are, you, are you a morning man? Are you are you digging getting up this damn early to do a, what, three, four-hour show? No, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't. I must say I am shocked and appalled every single morning when the alarm goes off. Like, every single morning at 5 a.m. when the alarm goes off, my first impulse is, what the F? What's going on? <laughs> you know, like, w- what kind of horrible joke is this? And then, you know, immediately it dawns on me, that's my alarm, that's when it's set, I have to go to work. But, no, you don't get used to it. You don't get used to waking up when it's dark outside. Or if you do, it's, it's time to kill yourself. There was a time in your life, Adam Carolla, when you were probably going to bed about that time, weren't you? I know it was. Uh, I mean, it was it was tougher for me to make the transition because I used to finish Loveline at midnight and come home about twelve thirty, drink a little red wine, watch a little Skinamax, and you know turn in about two thirty. So the, uh, the 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 times have shifted completely. Now you're on the same schedule as Ryan Seacrest. You run into Ryan Seacrest at Starbucks. You guys have a little espresso morning. Uh, I, I, all their parking spaces, uh, Dancing with the Stars, is shot on the same stage as American Idol and Simon and Ryan. And everyone's uh, – all their parking spaces are in front. I actually uh, shot a snot rocket on Ryan's Aston Martin. <laughs> he, he's got the Aston Martin DB9, uh, which is a nice car, but he's got, like, the triple chrome rims on it. It right. just looks very – 
kind of a little gay and a little Hollywood, you know? Oh, no! We <laughs> suck again! Now, I heard a few uh, spots away, the producer parks his Veyron sometimes. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what someone, a guy that works on that show as an editor told me that, that Simon brings his cars, but I think the producer has a Veyron. Bugatti. Yeah, there, there, there are some pretty nice rides floating around that but uh that said but you you can't buy class you know what i mean they're all they're all like the wrong color and have the wrong rims on them like simon has the uh mercedes 600 uh but it's got like the 22 inch rims on it with way too much lip and the wrong wrong tires like you know someone just sold them on it they were just the most expensive tires and rims at the shop you know they're all it's all dubbed out like you know you know when you can tell a guy has money but he doesn't know what to do with it that that's what all the cars look like did i hear right did i hear that simon really makes 20 million or more a year oh i i'd say quite easily because you know not only does he get a salary but he has the company that signs all of the acts after they go on or go off of American Idol, so he, he has like a label too. I mean, he's he twenty million would be a light year. He'd be very disappointed at, at a twenty million dollar year. <laughs> Adam Carolla joins us here at the Speed Freaks Pits. Adam, we got to get to talk a little bit about your movie before you get the hell out of here. The Hammer, Please. Kind, kind of an autobiographical biography type movie of you're a former Golden Glove boxer. Your lanky ass was a boxer. Yeah. There's a lot of lanky boxers. Kenny, he's not lanky. Well, but it, uh, you're kind of Even lanky, though you did Adam. lose 10 pounds on Dancing with the Stars, I heard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least. Yeah, ask Mike uh, yeah, well, about you know, you know, light heavyweight, I fought light heavyweight. That's only 175, so. Was it, that about the time Foster was fighting light heavy? Uh, Bob Foster? Uh, no, that probably would have. I probably was about 10 years after uh, Bob Foster, uh. who was... Uh, <laughs> One of for those of you who uh, know your fight game, uh, one of the great light heavyweights uh, in the division. Yeah, Mike Quarry <laughs> ran into him rather intimately once. Yeah, the Quarry's uh, another uh, another sad situation. Bob Foster, by the way, is like a sheriff somewhere up north or something now. I don't know. He's probably he's got to be sixty five years old. But we digress. <laughs> Who knew all this about Adam Carolla? I know. I know. This is great. Are, is it, has it opened up nationwide yet, the Hammer? Uh, you can go. It's it's in probably about uh, 10 or 15 cities. Um, I'll say this about uh, this movie. You know, because I understand how it goes. People don't trust you. They go, ah, it's that J.O. from the morning show or the uh, <laughs> doofus from uh, the man show or the guy from Dancing with the Stars. He's come up with a movie. I'm sure it's going to suck. I know that's what everyone thinks. <laughs> this movie, first off, it already got, uh, you know, two thumbs up from the uh, Roper and Ebert or the At The Movie guys a couple of weeks ago. Uh, if you go to any of the websites like Fandango or Rotten Tomatoes or anything and check the rating of this movie, we get a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. That's as voted on by the people who have seen the movie and the fans of this geek website for movies. So this movie is universally loved. But don't take my word for it. Go to Fandango, read all the reviews, and then go to thehammermovie.com and then see the movie. That's what I want everyone to do. Adam Carolla joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. we got a caller from Los Angeles. Ron, you're on with Adam Carolla in the Speed Freaks. Go ahead, Ron. 
Hey, this is Ron from West Hollywood. How are you doing, guys? Great, Ron. Hey. Ron. hey, I had a question for Adam. Um, there always seems in the humor-wise, uh, the connotations with the reach rounds and the BMWs and all that type of thing it goes to the gay comments. Um, and with your movie being called The Hammer, um, do you think it's something that gays might like? Because... Uh, that has a bad connotation to uh, it. Yeah, well, I think I think Kendall made the <laughs> reach around comment. By the way, I found it in poor taste. Yes, gay, straight, bi, young, old, transsexual, transgender. Anybody Black, with ten bucks, white huh? and tan. Anyone with eight bucks is going to join this movie. Like I said, <laughs> I really, I know everyone's job is to go out and pimp their movie. Uh, Go go check it out. Go online. Read the reviews. See the uh, two recommends from uh, at the movies and the other TV shows, and then go see it. Adam Carolla, you guys here in Los Angeles, Southern California, you can hear him Monday through Friday on 97.1 Free FM. And, of course, go to the website. It's adam.freefm.com. You have a MySpace page for the hammer. He's all over the freaking place. And, of course, the new host, I don't know if it's big time breaking news just yet. The new he host said, for, yeah. I know, but that just, it, I haven't seen the big damn press release yet. Okay. For Top Gear here in the U.S. AC, I know you got to roll into bed and get maybe six or seven hours of sleep, man. <laughs> Thank you for doing this. Hopefully, we can get you in here more often. And hey, I'd like to come in in studio, but only when Kendall's not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, there's going to be a little something on your seat when you get in in the morning, Adam. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Adam, thanks for taking time out and coming to the Freak Nation, dude. Thanks, guys. It was fun. See Adam ya. Carolla. He, <laughs> I know. how did, All these things he has going on. He does. And you know what? I never realized. I'm listening to him. I never realized he was that big of a car nut. That's pretty you know, cool. He, he doesn't, he's not a guy that just came when he got the money. Some yeah. of the cars in his collection, he's got, an, I think, an original BRE 510. He's into some, oh, some wait, cool whoa, really? stuff. Oh, yeah. that? Oh, wow. Yeah, he's into some cool stuff. And he's, he's restoring... Um, Another one of Paul Newman's old uh, oh, no sharp Trans Am cars. More right importantly, now. that dude shut off Ann Coulter last year on the radio show. Oh, that that broad called in 90 minutes late. He got pissed off and cut her off and sent her off the show. <laughs> and yeah, Statman said he, he hopped up about 15 links on that ladder with that one. Good for him in doing that. All right, that. guys, we're going to try and catch up on this one. Matt Maladin's coming up. Some big-time giveaways. Keep the Jags freaking hotline handy. 8669 Freaks. The fourth freak joining us in here tonight. 56-time champion in Trans Am, IMSA, and a few dreaming, a few dreams in NASCAR. Tommy Kendall, he's here with us. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes momentarily. Statman Scat and more coming up. Speed Freaks Pits. Race your magazine. Oh, groovy, baby. Hey, where are the white women at? Freaks. Moto X Championships went off in San Diego this weekend. Let's go to the winners. Step up went to Matt Byton, Speed and Style, Nate Adams. Best Trick went to Scott Murray, Supermoto, the man, Mark Burkhart. Moto X Racing, this was kind of a shocker to me. Brock Hepler took that today, beat Pastrana and a bunch of guys. Freestyle competition went to Nate Adams, and with two wins on the entire event, the Evil Knievel racer of the event for this inaugural Moto X Championships, Mr. Nate Adams. Supercross was last night in Detroit. Davey Millsaps took the top class. Ryan Villapoto won the lights. Big story there, however. Points leader Chad Reed suffered some chest and shoulder industry injury excuse me, in practice, sending him to the hospital in the afternoon. He was later released, used a provisional to start the main, and ended up 12th. 
He's not doing too well. I mean, he's well enough to have raced last night, but it's it's going to be tough. Three events to go, and now the points battle is very tight. Chad Reed over Kevin Windham by just 16 marks. MotoGP raced in Portugal, where the winner was a first-timer, Jorge Lorenzo. Good job to him. And also this weekend, a maiden win for the U.S. of A. Switzerland's Neil Janney took the sprint race in A1GP competition in China, but the U.S. got their breakthrough win finally with Jonathan Summer behind the wheel in race two of the doubleheader. NASCAR winners in Phoenix, Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Busch. The Freaks. Seven out of ten. Danica Patrick fans know the alphabet. Whatever. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. This is Budweiser. This is the authentic American lager. This is a recipe used for over 130 years and the freshest beer in the store. This is hand-selected barley malt from the golden fields of the Great Plains. It's a precise blend of two-row and six-row barley for the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is the choicest hops grown in the Willamette Valley in Washington and Oregon and Bonner's Ferry in Idaho. Hops chosen for their aroma, flavor, and character, and hand-blended into each brew kettle. This is every batch Beechwood aged for three weeks to produce a one-of-a-kind smoothness. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems, and Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate and long-lasting. Quit wasting your time and money. Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak, guaranteed to stop seal leaks in power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Hi, this is Buddy Rice, winner of the 2004 Indy 500, and you're listening to the Freak Nation. You're back with Statman, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent, the fourth freak in here tonight, four-time Trans Am pilot, host of Test Drive and Setup, both shows on Speed TV. Tommy Kendall, good friend of Adam Carolla. Tom McKendall, the fourth freak in here. Also coming up, Ricky Carmichael is going to be in here. NHRA Funny Car winner Tim Wilkerson. We've got some giveaways of Fathead Sunglasses, Daytona 550th Anniversary DVDs, and championship off-road tickets for Pomona, California. You guys listening to us here in SoCal, 97.1 Free FM. Now joining the freaks. He's been in here a number of times. Good to get him back in here, getting set for Barber next weekend. And, of course, two weeks here in Southern California for the Superbike races. But more importantly, we got a big-ass GSX 650F to give away, and we're going to have him draw the name again. Would you please welcome six-time Superbike champion Matt Maladden. What's up, Matt? 
Damn. Sorry, the applause drowned you out there, Maladin. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> kind of, kind of I, we, we don't mean to always cut you off, but uh, damn it, just seems to happen that way, Maladin. No, that's why it goes. Hey, <laughs> you've got Barbara coming up next weekend, but more importantly, California Speedway. And this is. Uh, more importantly, California yeah, more Speedway. more importantly, California Speedway. Hey, Barbara's beautiful. I know Barbara's beautiful, but Matt Maladin and all of, all of his kids, you hear him in the background. Matt Maladin's from, well, he's, his new home, well, his home was in Southern California. All right. Do you have an edge on tracks that, like California Speedway tracks, that maybe are, are, are relatively near you, per se? Oh, listen, I don't know. I mean, you know, the one of the uh, two of the racetracks that I've had most of my success on, one's in Northern California up in Infineon, and the other's in, in uh, uh, Atlanta, Georgia. So, you know, I mean, as far as being close to me, I don't know. I think, uh, as I said, I think I've won about uh, maybe nine or ten races in Atlanta out of, the, out of my 60 four wins i think it is 63 wins or whatever it may be and um i think i've had about eight races at infinian that i've won so obviously done a bit of winning in my time here in the states and uh but and again i don't look at it that much as as where the racetrack is more so just trying to come to grips with the racetrack matt maladin uh this is the stat man i was at uh, barber last summer and the museum there is phenomenal the stuff that they have in there from stock bikes to historic bikes have you seen that have you taken a tour inside that museum and and did you appreciate all the work that goes into all the bikes that are there yeah i mean uh, have i taken a an official tour no have i had a look inside the museum yes for sure and do i appreciate what was there yeah absolutely i mean uh, who couldn't and there's some some amazing stuff there and uh you know mr barber's done a uh, fantastic job with the facility down there and and it really is a beautiful uh, beautiful part of the world for motorcycle racing, and uh, you know we're looking forward to getting there next week. Yeah, funny side story that there was they have some cars there, and they had an old F1 car that Max Pappas drove, and yeah. Pappas went to visit the place and saw the car and had nice. a little bit too much adult beverage, climbed into the thing, and put the steering wheel on it, and was playing with the thing. So this year, they go back, and the car is mounted to the wall where nobody can get on it. Yeah, no joke. That's pretty funny. Matt Maladin joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Six-time Superbike champion, Crasher. Go ahead. Well, Matt, I've got to talk about your kids. I heard them a little bit uh, towards the beginning of our interview with you, and they are so freaking cute. Give me a story on Jessica, your little wild two-year-old. Yeah, really. Uh, wild is the right word, too. I have uh, Emily and Jessica. Uh, Jessica's a year and a half, and Emily's four and a half. And, uh, you know, Emily's, uh, Emily's very cautious and, and, and doesn't, uh, doesn't attack things too quickly until she figures out whether it's, uh, whether it's safe or not. But <laughs> Jessica is just a complete opposite. She's, a, she's an absolute uh, bull and, and meets everything head on. And, and, you know, you play games with your kids and stuff, and, you, you know, you, 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 you run around, chase them around and stuff. And, and my four-and-a-half-year-old Emily, she she runs as fast as she can, and and these days she's almost quicker than Dad, but can't catch her. But um, uh, Jessica, she doesn't move. She just turns around, and looks at you, and you know what are you talking about, you old fella? And, and that's about it. So yeah, it's pretty funny. Who's who's easier to catch, Matt Maladin, Ben Spees, your daughters? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, Joe, they're both they're both fairly difficult. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Matt Maladin here in the Speed Freaks pits. Tom McKinley got something for Matt? Yeah, I've got a question. Um, being a, a car guy, I, I watch my fair share of bike stuff on TV. And those, those guys that run the Isle of Man. Mm-hmm. Now, do even bike guys that run normal courses look at those guys like they're nuts, or would you like to give that a go? Or oh, no, listen, I don't want to give that a go, honestly. I've made it 36 years in my <laughs> racing career, and I've, I've been pretty lucky. And, 
and uh, and done pretty well over the time. And and yeah, I think those guys are crazy now. Do I do I do I think uh, do I look at them any any differently than I do any other racer? No, not at all. I mean, those guys are obviously very skilled, and and uh, to do what they do on the Isle of Man is uh, pretty amazing stuff. And uh, you know, it uh, it remind it sort of reminds me of uh, it sort of reminds me of you know Travis. Uh, Pastrana doing a double backflip and Ricky Carmichael, you know, racing and, and winning so many Supercross races—they're two very different things, and and uh, they both take uh, very different skill. And and uh, you know, some people just a tad crazier than others. But don't let Matt fool you, though, Tommy. Isn't it a Porsche that you have? I mean, he knows his cars too. Oh, yeah, I have a 911 Turbo, but, uh, you know, I, I, it's funny, I was telling somebody about it the other day, I'm one of these guys that sits on the freeway five miles an hour under the speed limit, and, and I have, you know, I have a mother with 10, 10 kids in the, uh, in, the, uh, in the Dodge wagon up my butt flashing the lights at me, so I, uh, I certainly don't get the most out of the Porsche, no, I'm, I'm certainly a very cruisy driver. Matt Maladden, six-time Superbike champion, getting set for Barber Motorsports Park next week in the California Speedway here in two weeks. And, Matt, Suzuki's been very good to us, giving us a number of bikes to hand over to the Freak Nation. Suzuki's been very, very good to you. And you've been very damn good for Suzuki with all these championships. And I think last year, year before, you helped us draw the name for our bandit that we gave away. Gave away. Now we've got yep. a GSX 650F that we want to give away, but we've got some numbers for you. Yep. You, you don't have to choose 66 again, okay? Okay. We <laughs> Crash Gladys, how, we, we had over 12,000 registrations for this, right? Yes. I guess we're going to ask him to choose between 1 and 12,681. Jeez, that's a fairly big number, isn't it? Come yes. on. Get creative, Matt. Get creative on this one. Um, how about uh, 7,777? <laughs> okay. It's that's a Vegas that's number, one. baby. That's going to be... Hold on, Crash. Don't oh, just okay, yet. Okay. And give us... Give us one more number, Matt. Uh, how about, uh, um, what, what, what was it, 12,600 and what? 81. 81. Oh, so the actual 12,681. There it is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. We got there that we down. go. Well, sweet, man. As always, we enjoy getting your happy ass in here and spending it with the Freak Nation. <laughs> Statman, uh, you think you think Matt's got it this year to, to take down speed? Yeah. <laughs> going for hey hey you know what you know why he does he just what? chose number seven 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 right. he's going for number seven. Whoa! All right, go on, that man, put a fifty down. I'll take you. All right. <laughs> All right, you want to put fifty on? Uh, you're taking Matt Milan, and I'll take Benny. There you go. All right, there you go. It's on national radio yes. right now. Oh, very good. I'll All be right. coming. Look, I'll be looking for you in end of September. <laughs> <laughs> if, and look, Matt. Seriously, we we'll have you in here as the guest fourth freak. And you can spend the entire two hours either handing over your money or taking the money from Statman, all right? Uh, I, I won't be handing over any. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Malatin, go back to those kids. Thanks for coming in. Good luck at Barber and California Speedway here in a couple Cheers, of weeks. guys. Anytime. All right. Thanks, Matt. Matt Maladin, six-time Superbike champion. Well, he got a little serious there at the end. <laughs> I know. Didn't he, though? <laughs> Damn. Really I think he just. I think he's going to go spend that 50 right now. <laughs> it's money in the bank as far as he's concerned. All right, guys, when we continue, the greatest of all time, Ricky Carmichael checking in from the Moto X Championships in San Diego, California. Got 50th anniversary Daytona 500 DVDs to give away, some fathead sunglasses, championship off-road tickets, and more. It's all coming up in Speed Freaks Pits. Junior fans can kick Justin Timberlake's ass. Ah! 
Thank you. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models. Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today. Yo, bro, what's happening? The Freaks want you to be as hip as your kids on the Internet, computers, and that new MP3 player. Just go to iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv, and you'll find links to subscribe to the Freaks' new podcast. Way to go. It's easy. There's buttons and everything. You want your kids laughing at you? Well, just believe it's easy. <laughs> iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv. Send stuff to a friend. Don't they always send you stuff? Hey, man. Subscribe to the Freaks' podcast, audio and video, at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv. Later, dude. Hey, Freaks, we know you're a race fan. You like MySpace? Then try MyRacer.com. Or for you race fans who don't like MySpace due to the spam, no problem. MyRacer.com has eliminated it all. MyRacer is the only online place for motorheads to get the latest news, photos, videos, and, of course, be the number one place to make friends with race passion just like you. It's a one-stop shop for everything racing. Go now to MyRacer.com, sign up, become a friend of yours truly, Crash Gladys, and meet other speed freaks only at MyRacer.com. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're back with the Freaks, Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Tommy Kendall, the fourth Freak, four-time Trans Am champion, the host of a couple of Speed TV shows, Test Drive and Setup. He joins us here in the Freak Nation. Coming up, Drive A, the band. Some teenagers. The youngest cat's 15 years old. Average age is 16. They're going to be in here next hour. You don't want to miss them. Performing throughout Los Angeles all this month. We'll share that information with you. Got some big-time giveaways. Keep the Jags freaking hotline handy. Got your NHRA winner coming up next hour and more. Now the freak spits. Good to get him back in here. He's got himself a busted chin, but who cares? He, he cleared 35 feet in the step-up. 56-time Supercross champion. Goes out there and kicks the ass. He kicks the ass of all these step-up bastards. And doesn't get to finish the round. Would you please welcome the greatest of all time, Ricky Carmichael. What's up, uh, see? Nah, what's up, guys? <laughs> Dude, you clear, you clear 35 feet and you go home? Yeah, you know, hey, I, it felt like I got an uppercut from Mike Tyson, dude. It, I mean, they could have stitched me up. I mean, 
I, I just literally felt like I got an uppercut. I mean, I was seeing blurry. I was getting lightheaded. I, I thought I was done, dude. Oh man, I thought I was. I thought I was done busting my ass on a motorcycle. <laughs> we got Ricky Carmichael talking about the Moto X Championships down there in San Diego, and how I knew you were hurt was when McGrath was giving a little color of what just happened. I I heard fear in his voice. He, <laughs> you know what? Hey, that. That is gnarly, dude, how high we were jumping, and the the landing was never really that good all weekend. It's just a really hard landing, but uh, it, it's a, such a fun event, you know. That that step-up deal is real fun. I've always wanted to do it. Uh, I didn't hit the pole, but I didn't land and land it, but uh, I did, did make it over the pole, so uh, we'll be ready for X Games, no doubt. Okay, so that answers my question. Ricky Carmichael, step up in the X Games. Absolutely. Summer X will... Uh, We'll do it there. Uh, one thing, I, you know, if I would ever race a motorcycle again, the only form it would be would be, uh, would be supermoto. I'm done racing supercross, motocross, all that stuff. I just, it's so hard. The guys are going so fast, and you got to ride all the time. you got to train, and you guys know my style. I don't want to go out there. You know, I wouldn't be happy with rolling around in fifth, you know, so the hell with it. So how wow, soon before sick. Ricky Carmichael is at the uh, Daytona 500? Oh man, I wish that uh, I wish I'd be there in a couple of years. You know that's that's the goal. Actually, uh, we start out a Camping World East Series starts out next week in Greenville, so we're looking forward to it. Now you were hooked up with uh, the Gin program. What happened when when he closed his doors? Okay, well. What happened was I had a three-year deal with Gen Racing. The plan was to do – we had a three-year plan, three-year contract. The plan was to race super late models like I did last year and then do some ARCA and, and stuff like that if I could at the end of last year in the 07 season. Well, then the 08, I was meant to do some truck racing some more ARCA, and maybe maybe a nationwide race. And then the third year would be a full nationwide series. But the, the, the DEI and uh, Ginn merged and uh, was in the fold and was, you know, had, had my deal, was going to uh, do the uh, Bushy steal for DEI. And uh, next thing you know, uh, talk with Ken Schrader, and uh, I just said, man, I hadn't signed my driver contract yet with DEI, <clears throat> and I had talked to Ken, and I really didn't have a good vibe about about DEI, and there's a lot of changes going on, and I just, you know, and I talked with Ken, and it just was awesome, man. I just knew from the minute I talked to him, I said, this is where I want to be, and we did the deal, bought some Hendrick cars. He's good friends with Rick Hendrick, and uh, we got... Great, uh, great guys at the shop that's uh, working on our cars, and we're ready to go. So, for all those people that are not wow. Teresa fans, all those DEI non-Teresa fans, she not only let go of her stepson Dale Earnhardt Jr., she also let go of Ricky Carmichael. Dumb, and, uh, dumb. Know, you know, Ricky's not saying that. Uh, no, Ricky's not saying that. I'm saying that. We're editorializing going there. Yes, so. Yes, so yes. R- Ricky Carmichael, how long uh, from the time you went over the handlebars in San Diego? Before before you got a call on your cell from somebody in NASCAR. 
Actually, uh, you know, my crew chief, Mike Fritz, he has is, he is asked me, are you all right? You know, you're okay? They've been getting everything ready, our primary car, backup cars, and this and that. And uh, the last thing they want me to do is go hurt myself. But, nah, they, they were cool. I just, just my crew chief called me. But uh, oh. I think when they saw me get up and everything, I uh, figured they was all right, which I, I, I was, I, I'm okay. You know, my insides are a little, little sore, but... Dude, I, I mean, when you come from 35 feet in the air and, and stop, you know, it's not the crash that hurts. It's that sudden stop. That's what the body ain't made to do that. Ricky Carmichael, 56-time Supercross champion, <laughs> rated the greatest of all time here in the Speed Freaks pits. And as you, as you leave us, Ricky, we're going to give away a set of Speed Freaks freaking Bulls balls in your honor. <laughs> For, Sweet. for clearance, sweet. For clearing thir- 35 feet in the step up, coming down, busting your chin, getting your happy ass back up, and wanting to go at it. RC, man, thank you very much for coming in here, my friend. Always welcomed here in the Freak Nation. Thank you, and uh, really proud of uh, you guys, man. Glad to see you guys are doing so good, and uh, just you guys have come a long way from the first time I came down. Kind of came down your guys' way. Just really excited for you guys, and thank you for the opportunity as always. It's still a huge bitch, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, man. Later, R. All right, brother. Y'all be good, man. Uh, Love you guys. Y'all be good. See ya. Thanks, Ricky. Ricky Carmichael, the greatest of all time. First caller, 8669 Freaks. 8669 Freaks. 866937. You're taking home some Speed Freaks freaking Bulls balls in the name of Ricky Carmichael. Yes. Drive A coming up. NHRA winner and more. Tommy Kendall here in the Speed Freaks Pits. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Perhaps more than any other company, Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent and Speed Freaks. We've just partnered up with an unbelievable product called LifeLock, the nation's leading identity theft prevention service that guarantees your good name. You've most likely already heard the LifeLock ads in which CEO Todd Davis actually gives out his real Social Security number to prove that the company's service really works. When you enroll with LifeLock, fraud alerts are placed in your name with three major credit bureaus and are then renewed every 90 days. Anyone jacks with your credit, the merchant is required to contact you by phone to verify your identity. LifeLock also removes your name from junk mail lists and pre-approved credit card lists, all backed by a $1 million total service guarantee. Freak Nation, this is for you. Get a 30-day free trial and save 10% on this great service by visiting our website at speedfreaks.tv and clicking on the LifeLock logo. Or visit LifeLock.com to enroll and enter the keyword SPEEDFREAKS in the promo code. Remember, LifeLock guarantees your good name. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Would you like to do something on the weekends other than just cut your grass? Would you like to go boating? Would you like to go golfing? How about spend a day at the races with the family? Well, you can do more of those things when you buy a Dixie Chopper. 
To find us, visit DixieChopper.com and click on Dealer Locator to find your friendly, fast Dixie Chopper dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Hi, I'm Elio Casanavis, driving IRL number 318 Penske, and you are listening Speed Freak Vagabundo. Hey, Wheels, bring that back up. Bring on here a little bit of that. The song's called Throw It Away, the band Drive A. 15 years old to 19. I think the average age is 16. Well, they're here, damn it. This jacket is older than they are. (laughs) You got what older than them? This jacket I'm wearing is older than they are. (laughs) Yeah, we got Drive A coming in here next, next segment. That's just good stuff. Now, the, the name, yeah. is there a, a car derivative for that name? We'll Drive find a? out. Okay. You're, you're the interviewer now, Ken. No, okay. you're, you'll be interviewing right. that. I'm thinking, <laughs> well, we'll find out. I, I want to get to the bottom of this. All right. That's the voice of four-time Trans Am champion, Tommy Kendall. Won some freaking is- IMSA. It's a MISMA. Some IMSA titles, man. Some IMSA titles in there as well. And the two shows, Test Drive and Setup. Which one do you dig the most? Uh, test drives about right. as much fun as you can have for a job. I, I hear that oh. a lot when whenever I get recognized somewhere. They say I love the show. I know what's coming next out of their mouth. Literally eighty five percent of the time is you've got the best job on earth. And so racing is a better job than that. For but for some reason that doesn't reg- read as job when people watch it on TV. For whatever reason, going and taking brand new expensive cars that somebody else owns with another pro and beating the daylights out of them registers as job. And nice. that's pretty high up there on the job scale so Tommy it's, it's Kendall, a lot of fun four-time trans am champion talking about his two shows on speed channel you spent some time with dale earnhardt senior back in the day and you did you actually help him or teach him how to run on road courses no i don't want to i don't want to take any credit i mean the guy is is phenomenal i will tell a story about it uh i drove uh, he helped arrange one of my early rides i drove i was the first guy besides him to drive his bush car because um, he drove it. He was the only one that drove that three car, and Teresa owned it. That was the start of, of DEI, basically. And I, Chevy kind of arranged it, but he said, now you've got to call and ask Teresa permission. I'm like, yeah, right. You're kidding. He uh-huh. says, I'm serious. And Dale so was he, telling Dale you Dale this. Dale Sr. says, you've got to call, call Teresa, <laughs> and here's what you say, and she's going to say okay, but you've got to ask her because she owns it. Damn it! So um, <laughs> that was that. But then um, – so he was he was involved in some of this stuff. We go to Sears Point, and I was driving that mellow yellow car, I think, and uh, which was one of my big breaks. Ninety one, I almost won that race, leading with three to go. But um, but before qualifying, I was first or second all the way through practice, and so I went up to his hauler, and he says he says I'm all messed up here, and he was way down. He says tell me what you're doing everywhere. So I told him gears, gave him about a five minute talk around the course. He went out and set that thing on the pole. Brilliant. And, yeah, and so he. You know, he's he's an unbelievable, was an unbelievable talent. That goes without saying. And uh, he, he wasn't comfortable on the road races, per se, but he could certainly do it. Tommy Kendall joins us here in the Speed wow. Freaks Pits. He's the fourth freak, four-time Trans Am champion, has won several other championships in the IMSA series, which yep. which, which were? Six IMSA titles. There was three GTU, GTS, uh, GTP, Triple Crown. But you won those before you were like 12. Right? I won those. Uh, most of those were... I, well, I was 
19, 20, 21 uh, were the first three. A lot, I, about most of the IMSA titles except one were before my accident, and I won one Trans Am title, and then I had the three Trans Am titles and the GTS title after. Are you more well-known from that accident versus the four-time Trans Am championships? Up until that streak my final year, probably. Um, it's funny. I've met people. When I met K.K. Rosberg, who Talking was Talking about my, your winning streak your last year. My last year so when huge. I won those Go 11 ahead. races. And, uh, but uh, when I met K.K. Rosberg, he was my one of my heroes, my first racing hero. I went to the DTM race in Helsinki. Paul Newman arranged. He says, oh, K.K. used to drive for me. I'll call him, and he'll give you the treatment. And I, I spent two <laughs> days there, and I was I was afraid to introduce my – even though I had won all this stuff, I was back to that little kid that was a fan. And so I, I was – I was afraid to meet him because I, I thought he might ruin, if he wasn't cool, it would have ruined my image of him. Oh, yeah. I finally met him. He could not have been cooler. He says, man, that accident, so he knew me from my accident. He says, because that got big play in Europe. He says, that accident, he says, ever since then, I'm like, I followed your career and so forth. It was, it was kind of a trip. Sucks. So, Tommy Kendall. Rosberg. Nice. Tommy Kendall, I've been waiting all the hour to ask you this. <laughs> uh-huh. You had success on the racetrack, obviously, you just talked about. You're having success as a TV host now. When you look in the mirror in the morning, which one do you see? The driver? You still see a driver there, or do you see a TV uh, host? I see an aging driver. Oh, stop it. <laughs> well, um, I still think of myself as a driver. I used to I used to pride myself on growing up in L.A. and not being in the entertainment business. And I was at an open house one day, and everybody, if you, if you appear like you don't have a job, in this town, everyone assumes you're in the entertainment business. If you're young, looking at nice houses, whatever. And so they said, are you in the industry? And I'm thinking, how do they know I'm in the porn biz? So they, they're like, nice. but uh, I, I said, no, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm in the racing business. And, and then I, I always, and people said, what are you talking about? You're in the entertainment. I said, no, I'm not. And they said, you host TV shows. I said, well, but they're race. And I, that was when I didn't realize that I kind of backdoored into the, the race biz. So I still think of myself as, as a racer. So you still sure. think of that? Because when, when I ask you during the break, is there anything you you know, haven't done that you would like to do. I was thinking about the announcing, and the first thing you came up with was driver-related things. So right. I, you still see a driver when you look in the mirror. Yeah, I mean, uh, actually, the show that airs on the 15th, the new test drive, the C63 AMG test drive, uh, we have a three three drivers instead of just two. We have Paul Tracy and Townsend Bell on. Mm, and we have a little shootout guys. at the end, and, and PT and I do a little smack talking, which is just a carryover from the – you know, I've known Paul for almost 20 years, and especially since I commentated, he, he's always given me the gears about, you know, he would destroy me, this, that, and the other. And I always tell him, I say, you know, Paul, I said, if I was 5'10", no one would even know who you are because I would have all your money. And, and so we basically, right before we got in the car to do the shootout, we were, get, we were doing that stuff. And I won't tell you how it turns out, but um, it was uh, – I still I, – when I get in a competitive situation, uh, and on the last – the M3 test drive, we had a shootout, and Graham Rahal uh, pit me, and so I was not too happy about that. It's nice to see that he's got some skills and uh, school yeah. school everybody else the next weekend. That is the, true. The show you did with Hans Stuck driving the – what they were, M6. They, it was all yeah. M cars, but the M6 was the. the was it Hans? It was Hans Stuck, Stuck yeah. where he was got on the Autobahn and he would like left you at one like 190 yeah. or whatever. It that was. was you know I don't know how that that stuff works and it's too late now. But I, I'm like, there's got to be some award for doing the interview. He he hit 194 on yeah. the Autobahn while we were filming. Miles Damn. or kilometers now? Miles, one ninety-four miles. He's still, he's still talking to him. They're still yeah. holding the conference, yeah. and he's just like almost giggling. He's having so much fun. Yeah. That's yeah. hot. Tommy was, Kendall yeah. here in the Speed Freaks pits, talking about a number of his uh, trials and tribulations. I guess you could say, with from driving to uh, hosting TV shows here on Speed Channel. Got an email here from a, a, a pretty naive Freak Nation member saying, "What the hell happened to Tommy?" Talking about the accident. 
Some oh, people accident. don't know about this accident, Tommy Kendall. This was this this made Michael McDowell's accident look like a bumper car. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was nineteen. Well, it was coming up on seventeen years ago, um, June ninety one, and I was in a GTP car, the first really high downforce GTP car. And what series? Uh, IMSA GTP. Okay. And so we were at Watkins Glen. Uh, this was before they ran the inner loop in that corner at the end of the straightaway. Um, in qualifying, Bernd Schneider, the DT, multi-time DTM champ, was in a Yost Porsche. He went 212 through the speed traps. The Intrepid had so much downforce, I was only going 178, but I was quicker on lap time than he was because the car was pulling like almost 4 Gs through the, the big sweeper, oh which God. was a good thing, I thought, but it became a bad thing when it, you know the, the hub kind of got overpowered in the race. Hub broke, wheel came off. And I had a huge, you know, head-on, basically, 140 miles an hour into the barrier, and it crushed up to about the mid-thigh <gasps> and uh, broke both tibias, fibulas, taluses, right femur, and I've been a, a gimp sort of hop yeah, Let me see your ankle. Along. Put your ankle up there, man. Which Let's one? <laughs> they both got zippers on them. Let me see. Zippers. They're fused, oh. right? Nice. They kind of fuse themselves, actually. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's, it's... But that was near death. Uh, you know, I was conscious the whole time. It was. Oh. It, it didn't look survivable. It's actually on. It's not on YouTube. They took it down, but it's live. They took it down. Live leak. I, I don't know if there was a copyright. LiveLeak.com. dot com. If live you do leak. Tommy Kendall crash, you'll see it. And that's in slow mo. But even in slow mo, it looks uh, pretty grim. So, it really sucks. Bernd Schneider. That's the guy that drives in DTM now. He's the winningest DTM guy. You know, Did you ever get a chance to drive? DT- I loved those cars. That was always my dream. That was another thing. Um, DTM is the ultimate sports car racing. As far German as touring concerned. cars yeah. we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Deutsche Tourenwagen or something, which is DTM, <laughs> yeah. but German touring cars. You know, I heard that Michael Schumacher was trying to convince his brother Ralph not to do it this year. Yeah. But Ralph, of course, oh, stubborn are, head that he is, he's going to do it anyway. Those guys are phenomenally it's easy talented. for the brother with $600 million to tell his brother. Well, I guess Ralph's not exactly. Okay. Listen, I'd like to take a pistol <laughs> whip to Ralph Schumacher yeah. 47 times right now. Tell me your opinion on RS. Come on, Kendall. Yeah, yeah. He should he should thank his brother. <laughs> so are you he on record saying brother. Ralph Schumacher's an ass? We are. Don't worry. I say never has someone been paid so much for so little. <laughs> yeah, he probably got out of that. God bless him. Just, I mean, he. Just in time when they lost traction, traction control, uh, he's probably out of it just at the, yeah. at the right moment. Tommy, big news out of NASCAR. Aaron Fike, former NASCAR truck series driver. Last year, he was busted in a Cincinnati park. Oh, it was Kings Island. Kings Island Park mm-hmm. in, his, in his car. In the parking lot. He and his girlfriend with heroin and other paraphernalia. Now it came out last week that Aaron Fike, former NASCAR Truck Series driver, shot up heroin just before a race. And as you said, got a fifth place during that race. If you, if you had an idea after the race that you were running against somebody, I don't care if it was NASCAR or sports cars, was high on heroin, would you assist him in beating his ass with several other drivers? I mean, think about no that. one likes to be a tattletale, but that's I mean, that's kind of I mean that's ridiculous. You know, I it's weird. No one, I, I suspect people knew if they knew outright, they probably didn't know he was doing heroin and, and driving. But uh, you know, you know when things aren't right. But no one, no one wants to speak up, sort of thing. And so, and it it kind of makes obviously the NASCAR we don't need a, uh, a drug policy and so forth and so on. Um, you know that's that's a little bit a uh, little, little ridiculous. You know when you're, they, I don't know. NASCAR is is smart and they do things. You know, there's they don't always explain themselves and there's probably a reasonable reason for it. But 
I think now they're probably going to have to be a little more proactive. Safety is a good example right. for the longest time, and and when things they they're they're proactive when they need to be. They're a very smart, responsive organization, and I suspect they'll they'll address this in a way. It's not always the way we want and as quick as we want, but. Uh, it's hard to argue with where they've come from and where they are now. That's the best way of putting it. Seriously. Mm-hmm. NASCAR in the 80s wasn't nearly as big as what it is now. And I've heard rumors back and forth of what was really going on in the pits in the 80s. And I heard that drugs also happened in the 80s. It's just that they weren't as big enough a sport. They weren't under the microscope. So that's why it was never reported then. I mean, you could go into any workplace yeah. and there you're going to have... All the you know, all the dysfunction, you know, yeah, like, true. No, for a so, lot of a lot of them, their drug of choice is alcohol, mm-hmm. and that's you know acceptable in the in the mainstream. It's funny you say that because there's some things that are our culture celebrates, and others that yeah, we frown on, and exactly. they're really not. There isn't much difference between them, but some, some are legal, some aren't. Some are, you know, it, it's it's funny how that works. But um, yeah, alcohol. Uh, when I raced, it's funny. I I didn't really start drinking until I was thirty because I I was so focused on my career. I I wouldn't drink during the season, not not the night before. Yeah. I wouldn't drink during the season. And and as I got a little older, actually Ken Schrader, I should have told Ricky this story after one of the sessions at the Glen. Uh, you know, Ken goes, "Hey, do you want a beer?" I said, "No, I don't drink beer." He's like, "Don't drink beer? How are you going to get fat?" <laughs> so uh, I, since then, I've, I've I've started drinking beer, and I'm a little fat. Tom and Kendall joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits with Statman Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Keep this Jags freaking hotline handy. 8669 Freaks. Got some 50th anniversary for the Daytona 500 DVDs to give away momentarily. Drive A. They're coming in here next. Tommy, the car of tomorrow. Watching Phoenix again was painful. Texas was... I, I just want to go outside and shoot a squirrel. <laughs> Watching Phoenix, the car tomorrow. They've got to do something with these cars. The racing is hideous. The, the cot piece? Is yeah, that what we call it? The, the COT, yeah. Um, what, what do you do, Tommy Kendall? You've run NASCAR. What do you do? Well, well I don't know. I mean, it's... I Throw think, away the safety issue. No, what do you do? Well, I, what, what's your what's your beef with it? There's just there's no side by side. You can't go two wide, three wide for any duration of time. It's a lot of lead and follow. Well, at, at any given time during the year, we've had that with the old cars, you know. And so it's, I mean, they, they look funky. We'll get used to that. I again, NASCAR is responsive, and they don't wait until you know if, if the fan counts down or this, that, and the other. They don't wait with their head in the sand for five years. They might not always do the right thing, but there's there's a rhyme and a reason to what they're trying to do. And so. Um, there's a lot. Thank God, only one person's in charge there, because otherwise it would be gridlock, gridlock like a lot of other series. Champ so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started. Um, anyway, so uh, no, let's do. <laughs> let's do. That's a whole show. <laughs> no, it could be about two or three minutes no, before we break. Champ car, the champ car, the final race is champ for champ car is in Long Beach is next weekend. Bye bye champ car, and it's going to be under one banner with IndyCar. Tommy Kendall. Your well, take. It, it's I guess it's probably fitting that you know as a as sort of a metaphor for the whole mess that the biggest name, the most popular driver, all that Paul Tracy might not be on the grid. That's horrible. And you say, how can that happen? And if you would have told me that, it, I wouldn't have believed it. But obviously, since PT is a friend of mine, I'm I'm close to the situation. It's a total mess uh, and totally avoidable. Sucks. But, um, you know, it's it's it's. People, emotions, egos, you name it. And uh, it would, in a way, it would be sad, sad, sad for the fans. But in a way, it would be kind of fitting if he yeah. didn't race there because that would just be the perfect exclamation point for a messed up uh, program. Will he run an IndyCar? 
Oh, it's it's looking like uh, he might not. I mean, this could be the end of the road for him. Oh I mean, God, no! Which mm, he wants to drive, but uh, I think some of the people have, have assumed that he'll take. You know, he's not going to take something that's not good, and he's not going to drive for free. And he didn't so, go well in uh, NASCAR, but would sports cars be in his future? Uh, I think sports cars definitely be in his future. Oh, cool for sure. And uh, actually, he raced his uh, his Rhino last weekend at Prim. He sent me pictures of him racing it. I mean, he's going to race something. Um, and so they would be smart uh, to be a little more proactive. I think to get him in a seat. It's one of these things. You, you, all the money that's been spent on harebrained promotions and promotional companies and this, that, and so forth. He's expensive and it would cost some money, but you want to talk about money well spent. It, he is. Yep. People need to realize they're in the eyeballs and. Uh, uh, attention business and you know they they systematically sort of you know run in all these these popular elements it's it's a complicated situation how it's gotten here but for a guy like him who is a is the winningest active IndyCar driver he's a legend in Canada he's the most entertaining guy on and off the track you can't afford not to have him there do you think Tony George, I mean, forget what might happen in, in Long Beach next weekend. Will Tony George wake up by the month of May and say, let's get those hair companies. Somebody pay this guy. I don't know. We'll see. God. Tommy we'll see. Kendall here in the Speed Freaks pitch. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Nice conversation for 20 minutes. That was nice. <laughs> you hear him underneath me. Well, the band, Drive A. This is Rule the World. They're going to be in here next. 15 to 19 year olds just as they say they want to rule the world they want to rock your face i think that's what they say yes rock your face off it's on their myspace page check it out at myspace.com backslash drive a or their website drive got some giveaways first five callers 86 69 freaks 50th anniversary 50th anniversary daytona 500 dvds from our good friends at a and e home video which available which is available in stores now. First five callers, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. You're taking home one of these tasty little a e home video DVDs. 50th anniversary, Daytona 500, 8669-FREAKS. Drive A, next here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Good evening. You've been selected to receive nothing but this cat from the stand. Remember the $100 million fine slammed on McLaren last summer over the big snafu with Ferrari? Well, something good might come from all that money, all that hassle, and all that stupidity. The World Motorsport Council at the FIA has created a committee to distribute that fortune over the next five years through a motorsport safety development fund. That's a big title for a fund that will concentrate on young driver scholarships, skill safety training, and a facility to study safety improvements and get those improvements wherever they're needed. Remember this when you think about that insanity surrounding FIA boss and Nazi impersonator Max Mosley. Mosley not only heads the FIA, but he's on the committee that will bankroll these fine programs. Even though a bunch of old white guys caused the original problem, paid the original fine, and will be on the original committee to dole it out, maybe something good will come from the resulting cleanup. And maybe something other than old white guys will benefit. Peace. 
Nation. Rule number 69. Let's go. Strippers. Ride the pole position. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser and the Casey Kane number 9 Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American lager. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Freak Nation, I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude on the street, at the track, or in the backwoods. Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family. This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. You want to spend more time with your family? You want to get out of the yard? And you want to do it cheaper this year? You might want to look into propane. Matter of fact, you need to look into propane. And Dixie Chopper is the only U.S. manufacturer to offer you the world's fastest lawnmower available in propane. Visit DixieChopper.com for a dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the freak. Nation. Yo, bro, what's happening? The Freaks want you to be as hip as your kids on the internet, computers, and that new MP3 player. Just go to iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv and you'll find links to subscribe to the Freaks' new podcast. Way to go. It's easy. There's buttons and everything. You want your kids laughing at you? Well, just believe it's easy. <laughs> iTunes.com or SpeedFreaks.tv. Send stuff to a friend. Don't they always send you stuff? Hey, man. Subscribe to the Freaks podcast, audio and video, at iTunes or SpeedFreaks.tv. Later, dude. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil. From oil stabilizer to fuel treatment to synthetic oils for all makes and models, Lucas Oil has the products to meet your needs. Log on to lucasoil.com now. Lucas Oil, the official lube of speed freaks. You're back with the Freaks, Statman, Carruthers, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent, Tommy Kendall, the fourth Freak in here, four-time Trans Am champion, host a couple of shows there on Speed Channel, set up and test drive. Kind of sound like I said, shut up and test drive. That's Ooh. a Rihanna song. <laughs> shut up turn, and drive. Turn the mic on, will you? There we go. First <laughs> time. Mr. Announcer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> and if you guys are ever around Southern California and you see that big-ass chicken car, this is that's Tommy Kendall. It's it, was it Roscoe's chicken car one time? No, I, I went to Roscoe's chicken and waffles once. Right, I'm the only white VIP at Roscoe's chicken and waffles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. If you see that big old chicken car rolling around Southern California, that is Tommy Kendall's car. Where'd you get it? I bought it actually. Nice. I tried to find it. I saw someone driving and tried to buy it from it. It was in. A, from Ohio for a movie, and they wouldn't sell it to me. But I got tipped off that it had been impounded. Mm-hmm. I was trying to buy it for like a year, and I bought it at a police impound auction. Nice. And, uh, for 895 bucks. 
Wow. Were you bidding against someone to get it up to no, there? No, but I, because I'd missed it once, so I went down there, and I'd never had my car towed, so I don't know. Those places are like jails. They won't, I said, I want to see the chicken. They're like, no way. They're like, we're auctioning it on Tuesday. Be here with cash. So I'd offer the girl 3500 for it when I flagged <laughs> nice. her down. But so I went to the bank, got ten grand in cash, and they said, be here 10 a.m. sharp. And I'm never on time, but I was I was like early for that. And, and I'm waiting and waiting. Finally, this other guy shows up, and I'm just, I'm like, Turns out he was a wholesaler, had no interest in the chicken car. So I almost dislocated my arm when I throw in my arm up saying, Anyone bid eight ninety five? I probably could have gotten it for like two fifty, but so I said eight ninety five, steal it. Everybody thought I was nuts. I Sold. Am, there it is. Tommy Kendall chicken car. Now a couple speaking of a couple of guys who can probably afford about forty of those chicken cars. <laughs> Sitting right across from us, you've heard us talking about this band for the last hour. The band is called Drive A. Joining us from Drive A, Bruno Mascola. Is that how you say it, Bruno? Yeah. And Ashton Moyo? Yes. Man, yes, I'm, I'm busting out some mad names, aren't I? I said it was pretty good, didn't I? Yeah. And I said that the average age is 16 years old. Bruno, you're how old? 15. Ashton? I'm 16. Well, who's the old guy, man? He's uh, 20. His name's Terry Sterling. He plays drums. He's, 20. He's too old to be in your band. We just turned 20. He's still too old. When you turn 20, you got to leave the band. He's really innocent, yeah. and he's, he's nice. And he's, really he's really innocent. innocent. And he Aww. plays along with others. He's good. He, oh, he plays, he plays well with others? Yeah. Aw. Yeah, it's cool. He's really cool. <laughs> now, you, you guys are here in Southern California, and you're in the hotbed of, of actors and musicians. So out of the gate, you're, you're teenagers. The competition is heavy here in Southern California on the Sunset Strip or on Hollywood with all the clubs going up and down there and all the record labels that are in town. You get a hook with your age and your music sounds cool. Now, what did you guys, Bruno or Ashton, what did you guys bring to the table to these record companies or to the PR firms to say, we really are good musicians other than just our music? Did, were you schooled in anything, how to interview, how to talk to folks? Um, they just rock. Yeah. Is that yeah. what you concentrate on? I'm ser- that's the great thing about youth is they don't think like that. They're just like we just you know like drivers, musicians. They just want want to. Am I am I right there? Yeah, Sorry. yeah, completely. They're like, what's he talking about? Man, well, because it's a freaking it's a freaking business now. It's well, a business. And the way this business has gone though recently, at least from what I've observed, is that other people write your stuff. Other other people teach you how to dance and sing. You guys write your own stuff, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. It all comes from up here on your noggin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty hot. We teach ourselves how to dance and sing too. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing we're a all. dance and sing band. <laughs> yeah, no, that that stuff sounds good, really good. What, what, what about the name? Huh? Uh, drive A. Well, it's it's like a musical term, like just driving the A note, and it's kind of like uh, from like like ACDC, kind of like the bass player, like that, just like really solid, I guess. I don't know. Okay. And because we love NASCAR too, <laughs> you really do. Yeah. Huh? You really do. Oh yeah, I I, I enjoy like NASCAR and stuff. I'm really into drifting, too. Drifting's really cool. Drifting's cool. There yeah. you go. Right. Our Mopar guy, Sam Hubenet, got second this weekend in Vegas. Nice. Mopar's our like, Mopar's like guys. Now, how's so, that work? Rock stars. Part of being a rock star is, like, trashing hotel rooms and stuff. Do you have to get your parents' permission <laughs> before you trash hotel rooms? How's that work? Um, usually, I wait till my dad's in the bathroom, and I, I'll just break him here. I'll break him here. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't trash your terms because I'll get grounded. Or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that kind of kind of cramps the rock star style a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Can you wow. go out tonight? No, I'm grounded because I broke a mirror. <laughs> yeah. Ashton and Bruno from the band Drive A here in the Speed Freaks Pits with Tommy Kendall, Statman, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. You've got a demo CD that's out now. Yeah, right? we have. It's a, a three song sampler on iTunes and our website, drivearocks.com. 
You guys are at that age where it's about texting and it's about YouTube and it's about MySpace marketing at your age. And again, don't Tommy, hold on. I'm trying to make these guys businessmen. Don't try. They just rock. <laughs> you guys, but that's something that you, that you guys are privy to. You know about texting, MySpace, YouTube, and how to market yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Kind um, of. <laughs> yeah, we have a MySpace and um, we market ourselves on it. But mainly we just rock. That's all we really yeah. think. About. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't think too hard. I, yeah. Let other people worry about that. <laughs> I'm serious. That's what these guys behind us are for. Yeah. <laughs> to do your marketing and your PR and I'll all that. I'll be your driver. You need a driver for that bus. We need to get there in a hurry. I want to drive that bus. Yeah. So you, you are old enough now, 15 and 16, to think about driving yourself. Yeah, I, I actually what have a license. What kind of car uh, do you guys want to buy? Uh, you're, getting, you're getting your driver's license well, I, now. I, I actually already have it. I have a Dodge Ram, the Hemi, 5.7 liter. The Mopar guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, I don't know. I, I really want to get a Dodge Charger, but my, my dad won't let me. Like, especially with insurance rates so high, like, with kids, like, these days because of, like, You don't the want a Challenger insurance. or a Viper? Huh? You don't want a Challenger or a Viper? Uh, yeah, well, I was thinking more, like, like price range, too. But, like, I guess if I <laughs> could have, like, any choice, probably a Viper, but I don't know if I'd be able to handle <laughs> it. Wait a minute. You're a Bruno. I'm Ashton. You're Ashton. Yeah. You can buy. You can afford to buy whatever you want, Ashton. <laughs> tell You're your, a rock star. Tell your tell your parents, tell your people to go, go tell handle your it. People handle to it. Go out there and get Start you. Start thinking a, like you a rock star. A, if you want a viper? Just tell them to go get it. You can. You know. You'll okay. probably you'll probably get enough money for a viper out of the stuff you sell on iTunes in the Ringtones. next two, yeah. two or three weeks. What? Yeah. Bruno, what about you? What do you want? Um, I don't know. I haven't really thought of it yet. What? what? You're 15 years <laughs> old. and Haven't thought about your first car. Yeah, um, I don't know, just something that goes <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, you have you have That's no awesome. interest in in anything with four wheels. Are you a motorcycle guy? Would you rather? Um, no, I don't know. I just just really haven't thought of it that much. <laughs> what about oh, wow. Grand Theft Auto Four? Oh yeah, actually. That's really looking forward to that. Yeah. Bruno and Ashton from the band Drive A join us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Crash, go right ahead. Well, okay, I know we kind of got cut off a little bit. You guys, you played at Fontana for the NASCAR race, but you really do like NASCAR? Do both of you guys really like it? Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I, I like NASCAR. I think it's cool, especially because, like, uh, my dad's a stunt person, so, like, a lot of people in the stunt industry, like, persistent driving is a big part of it. So, um, yeah, I'm probably going to go to a school and learn how to drive. And so you have a favorite driver? Huh? You have a favorite driver? Um, not I. No, I. I don't know. No. Who's your favorite drifter? <laughs> You're not a drifter. Dale Junior. That, that's refreshing. You're not a Dale Junior fan. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I. I, I don't want to get even mad. I, <laughs> I, I don't want to not be invited to Dale's Christmas party. Because right now, I'm on his A-list, and I just want to keep it that way. Me and Dale are tight right now. So, yeah, so, so you, you are a Dale Jr. fan. you got to say that then. Yeah. You're I a like, Dale Jr. fan. Yeah. All right, cool. Sure, yeah, yeah. You gotta, if you want to get invited to his party, you got to say you're, you're a fan. Yeah. Bruno and Ashton from the band Drive A, give me a couple of minutes. I want to throw in, throw in away. Okay. From your and and we can and, and the Freak Nation can hear this on your website and on your MySpace page, right? Yes. yes. This is thrown away from Drive A here in the Speed Freaks pits. <laughs>
Drive A, the song Thrown Away, which you will hear tomorrow night if you're out here in Southern California. Tuesday night. Well, this is Sunday night, isn't it? <laughs> Tuesday night at the Clee Club. Gee, man. <laughs> Tuesday nights, the Key Club on Sunset. You can see Drive A, and you'll hear that song every day. You'll hear R- Rule the World. How long is your set, by the way? Uh, about a half an hour. Stretching into like 90 minutes, playing like old Boss Gags cover tunes and stuff? Oh, no, no, a half hour, not. Nice. Yeah. But you guys have played with, you've played with Cheap Trick, you've played with Camp Freddy. I mean, you've played some big names. Yeah. That's pretty hot. Yeah, Cheap Trick was was awesome. Was it? That was your favorite out of all the ones you've opened for? Um, well, Camp Freddy was like, it was like overwhelming, like there's so many cool bands, like, and, and Cheap Trick was just like, it was crazy too. I don't know. You can't really, like, compare them. It's, yeah. it's hard, yeah. So how does a guy like Don Henley from the Eagles hear about Drive A? Um, my sister was friends with uh, his daughter, and then uh, my parents became friends with him, and then uh, they gave him the music, and yeah, that's how it God. works. Jeez. <laughs> God, I'm reading on the, on the sheet here. They've uh, gotten Don Henley to Tommy Lee have given them some props. Yeah, yeah Tommy Lee. Yeah, you guys... It's pretty cool. Yeah. You you guys are very humble, but I mean, seriously, do you do you kind of pat yourself on the back when you go to bed at night, going, "Yay, this yeah. this is working yeah. out better than I thought." Actually, we have people for that. There are back. Keep it up, my man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you got people to pat you on the back, you could tell somebody to go buy you a car. Come yeah. On, yeah. Oh man, that was classic. Bruno Mascola. Ashton Moyo from the band Drive A. And again, if you guys are here in Southern California, check them out. Keystone Club. You are just all <laughs> The Key Club. And Kenny spent what's, what's years even, in music on what, Sunset what's Boulevard. Even worse is you I know, know it's the wrong word about six seconds before I say it, but I still say but it. it just comes out. The Key Club. I've been there many a times, and maybe that's why I'm talking like this. <laughs> maybe it's the Keystone in your mug. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the Key Club, Southern California. Don't miss it, man. It's Drive A. Give me the, the MySpace page again. Uh, MySpace.com slash Drive A. All right. They anyway. are friends, or you can go on the Speed Freaks page. You are a friend of ours now. Go I've requested you guys on Friday. They paid on iTunes. <laughs> iTunes. Yes, right? there you go. Yeah, as a Good former point. bass player, dude, that, that bass line on the, the cut we just played, oh, that's yeah. serious music. That's cool stuff. Ooh. I like that. Thanks, sir. Hey, guys. Cool, cool's not there. Uh, that, that's the juice. That's the piece. That's the piece. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's the fresh new word now? That's the piece? That's the new word? Who knows? I'll I'll start saying it. That's bass player, bass player. Bruno Mascola. I get their names right at least. Ashton Moyle, because it's right in front of me. Ashton on bass. Bruno, vocals, lead guitar. Drive a key club. Hurry up and write that stuff. Yeah, wait a minute. Hurry up and write it. Bruno plays the bass. Rock. You guys ride motocross? Ashton's bass. You play the bass. He does. Ashton does. You ride a dirt bike? Yeah. Yeah, I do, actually. I haven't gotten a new one for a while. I had an XR80. Right. Also, you guys have a date coming up in Statman's hometown, Columbus, Ohio. Ooh, oh, nice. yeah, Rock on the Range. Yeah. That's, the, yeah. And you have Edge Fest coming up again in Dallas, is that right? Yeah. Right. Jeez. we got to nice. get you guys on Carb Day at the Indy 500. Yeah. Pennywise is going to play there now. I wonder if they could well, make a little phone call. Okay. Hello, awesome. Tony George. Hey, guys, thanks for coming in, in here, man. I hope it's going to be a, a friendship between you guys and the Freak Nation yes. here, all right? Yeah, cool. yeah, thank you. Is that cool? Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah. you got your freak wear on. You got your freak freak hat. That's nice. It's, it's been the piece. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's been juicy. <laughs> juicy. <laughs> Bruno and Ashton from Drive A. Don't miss them if they're coming to your town. Again, here in Southern California, the Key Club, Sunset Boulevard.
The hell crash? Have you stopped that? Give me, give me the camera, Bruno Kenny. And Ashton. <laughs> thank you guys for coming in here, man. Cool. Thank you. We're going to leave you guys with every day. It's Drive A here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Freaks, Kenny Sargent here, and gas prices are flat outrageous. I've got you something for a bit of relief. It's Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, designed to increase power and fuel mileage, plus lower exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is a powerful blend of oils and additives that contain no solvents and is formulated for both gasoline and diesel engines, carbureted or fuel-injected. It cleans and lubricates and causes the fuel to burn more thoroughly for increased power and less fuel consumption. Start saving now and get Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment at your favorite auto parts dealer today. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent. And Speed Freaks, we've just partnered up with an unbelievable product called LifeLock, the nation's leading identity theft prevention service that guarantees your good name. You've most likely already heard the LifeLock ads in which CEO Todd Davis actually gives out his real Social Security number to prove that the company's service really works. When you enroll with LifeLock, fraud alerts are placed in your name with three major credit bureaus and are then renewed every 90 days. Anyone jacks with your credit, the merchant is required to contact you by phone to verify your identity. LifeLock also removes your name from junk mail lists and pre-approved credit card lists, all backed by a $1 million total service guarantee. Freak Nation, this is for you. Get a 30-day free trial and save 10% on this great service by visiting our website at speedfreaks.tv and clicking on the LifeLock logo. Or visit LifeLock.com to enroll and enter the keyword SPEEDFREAKS in the promo code. Remember, LifeLock guarantees your Good name. Hi, it's Chad Reed, Factory Yamaha Supercross rider. Welcome to Speed Freaks. Are we a bunch of happy boys? All happy boys here. You're back with Statman Carruthers, Crash Glad as Tommy Kendall filling in as the fourth freak tonight. I'm Kenny Sargent. Here's your Jags freaking hotline, 8669 Freaks, and you need it. We've got some championship off-road tickets to give away. Championship off-road racing, that is. Southern California, listening to our Los Angeles affiliate, 
97.1, free FM. Well, in hell, Vegas, maybe down in San Diego, in San Francisco. We got calls from San Diego last week. Yeah. Well, I sure hope so. We're all over the damn country. All right, here we got some well, tickets sure. to give away. Championship off-road racing. The end of April, the 26th and 27th, Los Angeles, Fairplex in Pomona. The baddest cats, Pro 2, Pro 4 trucks. First, what? No. Nope. Text. What? No, no, that's for the the fatheads. Oh, um, First four right. callers, 8669Freaks, 866-937-3257. Got a pair of tickets for Saturday and Sunday racing. For core championship off-road racing, Los Angeles Fairplex. First four callers, 8669Freaks, 866-937-3257. Renner's header is going to be there. And I wonder if uh, McGrath's going to be running that. If he was injured, today he was injured. He was in the TV booth for Moto X Championships. So I bet it's pretty questionable. Is Paul yeah, Tracy I don't running think so. that? What he, what he described as his injury today, it may be a while you before he so. drives anything else. Really? I was going to say, injuries that keep you off a bike are different than injuries that keep you out of a car, though. <laughs> yeah. But That's true. Tommy, would mm. you consider an off-road truck? Absolutely, I'd love it. It looks like it look, looks like fun. I mean, it, and the, and the the closed course stuff is more kind of like the stadium days. And a lot of guys that are good road racers adapted well. Millen really did well in the in the stadium days. So it just looks like a lot of fun. And anyone I've ever talked to who's done any off-road just you know just cannot stop talking. about We just it, had so. the uh, drift thing at Long Beach. Would you ever consider? I was going to say the two like types of racing that look the most fun that I, I you know I've done. Everything that I want to competitively kind of so things that just sound like fun are drifting that look like fun. I've been on the drift deal. Townsend Bell turned me on to drifting about five years ago. Sent me this video from Japan, and I'm like, that is so cool. I went to the first Irwindale uh, D1 exhibition. And, Were you blown away? Oh yeah, it's it's, it's cool, cool stuff. And, and we've had Reese Millen on my show, the the Lexus ISF show that's out right now. We do a chase scene, kind of a movie chase scene with Reese chasing me, and we get to do a lot of drifting in there. So hold on, um, let me get the phone call. This guy's hot. been trying to get Tommy Kendall in the Freak Nation. TC from Detroit. We finally have Kendall in the Freak Nation for you, TC. What do you think? Hey, all right. I hope you gave him the seat with a view next to Crash. Uh, it's he's got the window right there into her forehead. Oh. What you got, TC? Hey, what's happening? You got a question for hey, Tommy? Well, I just wondered about the, the Long Beach. If uh, if Tracy doesn't race, is he going to show up? Um. Good question. I think Ooh. probably not. Um, you know, it. We'll, we'll see. I'll let him speak for it. You know, um, so it would it would be a shame. I mean, he'd have a hard time staying away. I think that's true. But um, you know, my well, advice to him is if they can't sort it out and get you a ride, you ought to just go to a go kart track and tell her when you're going to be there and sign autographs. See your fans that way. You know, don't uh, don't let them ride your your coattails. You know, yeah. ring, ring the turnstile if you're not if you're not racing. Well, but. It's, it depends on a guy's ego too. If you feel slighted, well, Paul, <laughs> you know, Paul, it doesn't it take much to make him feel slighted. <laughs> so, uh, I still am just so ticked off. I was so excited that this merger happened, and now just this news just sours all the good news. It's kind of iron. The irony is, everyone says, "Oh, they're back together." All the names. I'm like, well. Um, no, <laughs> they, they they aren't. The names have sort of trickled away the last few years through the mismanagement and Champ Car, um, and so and the biggest one left is uh, is on the sideline. So I, you know, I'm an optimist, and I, I love. I grew up going to Long Beach. I've been going to Long Beach since 1977. Um, I love Champ Car. I, it pains me, but I also, um, you know, management is what what makes companies perform or not. And Were so, they still run? They weren't still running up on uh, quickly ocean. 
when you were going, when you started going? They were. They were. I, so that was uh, F1 days. You know, yeah. I went down and looked through the fence. My dad took me on the free day in 77, and I think I saw the race for the first time in maybe 81. Tom McKinley, do you have a website? You know, I don't. Uh, MySpace. I do have a MySpace. I don't even know that. You, oh, crap. I, I, don't, I think it's <laughs> Tommy K11, maybe. All right. Hey, TK, thanks for coming in. All right. My pleasure. It's uh, It's been a while. And I actually got to give TC some props. TC might have greased the skids on that. He's like, when are you going to get on? I said, yeah. when they call me. So <laughs> Four-time Trans Am champion. Ran for Dale Earnhardt. Has a couple of shows on Speed Channel. Tommy Kendall joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Missed any of this show? Go to speedfreaks.tv and download this bad boy on the JEGS Media page. That's Statman over there, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent. Going to leave you with a little bit of Drive A. Remember to shoot the juice to the moose to Statman. Cut it loose. See ya. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Perhaps more than any other company, Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. This isn't some other beer. This isn't a Bach, an ale, a stout, or a pale. This isn't a cherry wheat or a berry wheat, and it doesn't taste like chocolate. This isn't some trendy microbrew. This is the perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. This is Budweiser. This is the great American lager. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Nice.